Welcome back to the Hot Tibet Daily Pick Show for Tuesday, December 14th. Back with some more college basketball action. Now, before we jump into Tuesday's card, I got to say I am recording this pretty early on Monday since the Monday slate is, is really nothing. Um, and more importantly, the Cardinals are playing on Monday Night Football. But we do have Cleveland State plus 13 on Monday. So um, definitely check Twitter, Best Stamp, all that to see the result of that. But you guys already know what happened there. So let's just jump right into Tuesday's Jackson. Now, the first game I want to look at on Tuesday's card, Monmouth taking on Yale. This Monmouth team has been very, very good. Eight and two on the year. Yale is six and six. And, you know, while Monmouth doesn't get the, the greatest ranking in the world, 129 in Kim Palm, actually 176 in the hot debate rankings. Um, a lot of that is, is probably still some preseason bias that I that I need to work on with that one. Um, Yale comes into this game 146th in Kim Palm and 124 in the hot debate rankings. And for this Yale team, they've had moments this season, but in large part, when they've played better teams, they've really struggled, you know, not even really close losses to, San, uh, to Seton Hall, Vermont, and Auburn. Um, and, you know, they, they come off a, a not great loss on Sunday against Iona. And, and really, I'm just not super impressed with what this Yale team has shown me. You know, the, the win over UMass was good, sure. And while the Ivy League as a whole in spots has been impressive this season, at least exceeding my expectations, Yale has not necessarily lived up to that. Monmouth, on the other hand, has been a very, very solid basketball team this year. Good wins over Townsend and Cincinnati. Also, you know, get that that <laughs> late push to, to almost lose against Pitt on Sunday. But, you know, they keep the cover. And they win that game by three or four points, whatever it ended up being. Um, and both their losses, the Charlotte and St. John's, were very, very close games. You know, they covered them in both of those games. And, in fact, they've covered in all of their games of the season, which, you know, <laughs> you don't want to necessarily jump in a trend too late. But we've been on Monmouth a couple times. They've looked like a very solid basketball team and honestly it feels like one of those teams that i'm going to be betting a lot this season and they can shoot the ball extremely extremely well greg Pappas or george pappas leads the team in scoring with 16.6 points per game shavir reynolds 16.5 points per game and as a whole this team is very very good at shooting 51.3 effective field goal percentage 36.6 from beyond the arc and the free throw percentage 79.4 give me that every day that's good enough for 17th in the nation in free throw shooting and you know even though they come in 191st and adjusted offensive efficiency according to Ken Palm, this Monmouth team can shoot the basketball. Don't get it wrong. And on the defensive side of the ball, they're very, very good too. 86th and adjusted defensive efficiency according to Ken Palm. And I think that's really going to be hard for Yale to get through. Yeah, Yale has a couple scores. Um, Azan Swan leads the team in scoring with 19.5 points per game. Matthew Cotton is also dropping 11.6 points per game. But outside of them, this team hasn't shot the ball amazing. 33.2 from beyond the arc is pretty middle of the road. Effective field goal percentage is actually kind of low at 47.8. And, you know, the Yale offense, while it's, <laughs> you know, good, it's not super great. 107th in adjusted offensive efficiency for the CL team. But really, the biggest concern I have with Yale is the defensive side of the ball coming in 201st and adjusted defensive efficiency um, you know while Jalen Gavin is doing a decent job for this team leading them in rebounds only pulling down 4.8 rebounds per game as your lead rebounder is definitely not a stat line I want to see and on the other side here Nikki Rudy um, for this Monmouth team pulling down 7.1 rebounds per game um, the Monmouth defense is just so so solid and with how they've shot the ball to go with that I really don't understand why their offense is not a little bit higher rated and you know this Monmouth team is one in the Mac that's going to really give Iona a run for their money here down the stretch and not that this means anything but we did just see Yale go and lose to Iona on Sunday 
And I'm not sold on what I, on, on what Yale's done here. Um, they're they're a team that's really struggled against better opponents. Sure, they're at home in this game, but that really hasn't made a difference much this season at all. And Monmouth only being one point favorites here just seems way too low for me. So give me Monmouth minus the one here against Yale. Next up, we got Furman taking on North Carolina. Furman comes into this game seven and three on the season. North Carolina seven and two, and North Carolina has definitely turned things around from the the disappointment they had last year. Thirty first in Ken Palm, twenty fourth in the Hot Tibet ranking. The early losses to Purdue and Tennessee, who you know are obviously two very very good basketball teams, got a great win over Michigan, who's not looking so hot, and um, obviously the Georgia Tech win was pretty good too for this North Carolina team. But Furman hasn't been horrible either. You know they they take Louisville to overtime and win that game. Um, and their three losses to Belmont, Navy, Winthrop, well, none of those are overly exceptional great losses. You know, not exactly ones you want to see when you're getting down to the stretch of the season. For a SOCON team, honestly, those aren't the worst losses in the world. They got a pretty good win over App State on Friday, and they really just got a very, very solid team. They do a really good job, you know, distributing the basketball to multiple guys. Alex Hunter, Mike Bothwell, Jalen Swanson, all three have been just amazing shooters. You know, the big three for this team anyway all dropping over 16 points per game, which, you know, is absolutely insane that they're all shooting at that high of a level. And as a team, you know, it really just translates well. 55.4 effective field goal percentage for this Furman team on the year, hitting 41.7% from beyond the arc, good enough for sixth in the country when it comes to three-point shooting. But North Carolina is obviously not a bad shooting team either. Caleb Love leads the team in scoring with 16.9 points per game. Armando Boycott is also dropping 14.3 points per game. And they've also shot the ball very well. Honestly, their, their numbers are pretty comparable to what Furman has done. They're dropping 55.6 effective field goal percentage, um, 41.6 from beyond the arc, good enough for 11th in the nation. So, you know, both of these teams, you know, top 11 three-point shooting teams in the country. And North Carolina does get the slight edge in free throw shooting, 75.1% there. And North Carolina is just a very, very solid team on the offensive side of the ball. Coming into this one, 13th in adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. 74th in adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. And it really is that defensive side of the ball that scares me a little bit going into this one for North Carolina. Well, they're not a, a bad team at all. And let's be honest, Furman's more middle of the road um, as far as their play goes. I just am afraid that 11.5 points is too many to give to a Furman team that can shoot so well, and a North Carolina team that on defense has struggled a little bit this season. And, you know, not to say that the, the Furman defense is bad by any means. Slauson leads the team with 8.6 rebounds per game. And honestly, what Bob Ricky has done for this Furman team the last two seasons has really impressed the hell out of me. They've been great on the road this season. I don't know about great, um, but they've in this spot on the road, I think going up against this North Carolina team, they're in a great position. And I like what Hubert Davis has done. You know, he has a decent squad together. Um, they can score points too. But again, that defense for North Carolina scares me in this matchup. Given Furman 11.5 on the road, just too many points. Taking Furman plus the 11.5 in this one. And final game on Tuesday, we got Santa Clara taking on Boise State. Santa Clara comes into this game 7-4 and four on the season. Boise State 6-4. And, and, you know, for this Boise State team, 63rd in Kempom, 53rd in the Hot Tibet rankings. Santa Clara still in the top 100 in Kempom at 92, 126th in the Hot Tibet rankings. And Santa Clara had a very red-hot start to the season. A win over Stanford, um, Nevada, and TCU. All great wins. But since then, they've had a little bit of a struggle. Here in their last few games, you know, it hasn't been necessarily as high-flying as we saw in some of those ones. Um, and, you know, it, it's even in those losses, 
losses, playing against good teams. They've kept a lot of those games close. But they go up against the Boise State team here that is very, very good. You know, wins over Ole Miss, Temple, Tulsa, um, losses to UC Irvine, which isn't a horrible loss, and neither is the St. Bonaventure loss, really. Um, but let's be honest, Boise State has not really been anything super special this year. Uh, Gabadi Kebab leads Boise State with 14.1 points per game. Manuel Lacat also dropping 11.4 points per game. And overall, I haven't been super impressed with Boise State has done shooting the ball. Effective field goal percentage is all right, a 50.2. The three-point is in grade at 32%. But it's really the free throw shooting for Boise State that, that is, has me fading this team heavily at the moment. 57.4 free throw percentage. I mean, when you're making just over half of your free throws, six out of 10 of your free throws, it really concerns me, especially down the stretch in college basketball, especially trying to cover a spread like six and a half that can you know be such a close game, tight game um, at the end of it. And Santa Clara can shoot the ball pretty well. You know, Jalen Williams leads the team in scoring with 19.5 points per game. Keyshawn Justice is also dropping 15.1 points per game. And overall, Santa Clara has shot the ball extremely well this season. 55.9 effective field goal percentage, good enough for 20th in the country. 37.3 from beyond the arc, 45th in the country there. And they're also in 77.2% from the free throw line, 35th in the country. So, you know, a, a top 50 shooting team across the board for Santa Clara. They do a great job holding on to the basketball. One of the lowest turnover percentages in the country at 16%. And they're just such a solid team on offense. 69th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Defense has a little bit of problem. 123rd in adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. And it's kind of the opposite for this Boise State team. They're 124th in adjusted offensive efficiency while coming in 20 or 34th in adjusted defensive efficiency, which if there's one thing that scares me about taking Santa Clara in this game, it is that Boise State defense. The Boise State defense is obviously very, very good. Uh, Matt Lamaro leads the team in rebounding with eight rebounds per game. And even on the offensive side of the ball, they rebounded the ball pretty well, too, pulling down 33.1% off the offensive glass. They themselves do not as good as the job uh, limiting turnovers as Santa Clara, but still a pretty good job, only 19.6%. But I have not been impressed with what Boise State has done, especially on the offensive side of the ball and going up against a, a high power offense that Santa Clara has, even with how good their defense has played. I think it's going to be a weird combination. You know, Santa Clara has done a really, really good job forcing tempo, playing fast basketball. Boise State, on the other hand, hasn't. You know, they play a very slow style, defensive style of basketball. And I think it is that offense for Santa Clara that's going to make this game electric and it's going to keep it a close game. I don't feel like Boise State is a team that's, you know, going to go <laughs> blow out a team in Santa Clara that is going to play very competitive, high scoring basketball. And honestly, I think Santa Clara has a chance to win this basketball game. You know, I think they really would be a boost to, to what they're going through at the moment, a little bit of a skid they've took. And while I like Leon Rice and this Boise State roster that he's assembled, this just isn't a great spot for him. They're given too many points here. Take Santa Clara plus the six and a half. That is it for Tuesday's college basketball show. If you want to see more college basketball action for today, head over to hotdebest.com. Check a look out at all of the picks there, as well as NFL, college football, NHL, NBA, UFC, everything going on this week. If you're not already following me, Hot Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content, as well as on the Best Stamp app, where you can get early access to all of my picks. Also, follow the Hot Tibets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with all the computer model action there. And last but certainly not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know you guys are betting on for Tuesday's college basketball card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.